0: Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal reality of truth. Today's episode, amazing, amazing talk with Amber Rose. Interesting thing about Amber Rose, to me, is that a lot of people feel like they know who she is. Everyone has a different opinion of Amber Rose. Some say feminist, some say uh, Sexual liberator. Some call her names that are not so flattering. You know, she has the slut walk and is trying to depower um, that entire word. But some people call her those words. Some people use the word slut or thought or trollop. I don't think anybody says trollop anymore. My grandmother used to say that. Shout out to my grandmother. Uh, the important question to Amber Rose and to anyone that's putting themselves out there is how does she define herself? What is making Amber Rose do what she does? Her story, the entire thing. We're looking at somebody who was made a celebrity in this era of us not understanding why certain people are celebrities. She's very forthright about talking about the fact that she just kind of got famous, then had to learn Wow, the plane was in the air how to fly the whole thing. So I loved this conversation I love talking to people who aren't afraid to stand in their truth I love talking to people who don't give a fuck about what you or I or anyone else thinks about them I think we can learn from them. Um, and also we can challenge them It's very important to challenge those people because sometimes they just like "Ah, I do what I want to do But are you doing what you should be doing? It's a question we all should ask ourselves, and we should also ask the people who we look up to. Uh, Now, we're going to get to Amber in a second. But before we get to Amber, I got to talk to you guys, you people who love me, about something going on in my life that's getting increasingly harder. Uh, I wish that it wasn't getting harder, but it is. The Saints beat the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday in the NFC Championship game is in New Orleans uh, this coming Sunday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's an NFC Championship game, so they don't do any of those on, on Saturday. I think. I'm pretty sure it's Sunday. I'll, I'll look that up. But uh, the NFC Championship game is Sunday, um, and I won't be watching. I didn't watch this past game either. You see the shirt. It says Baton Rouge versus everyone. I brought this shirt back out. If you watch TMZ a lot, you know that my wardrobe rotation is kind of thin. You see the same thing over and over again. But, I am in hell. I'm in hell right now with this whole NFL protest. Uh, I'm not doing it. I was hanging out with a friend of mine um, while the uh, shout out to Damian Wayans. We met to talk some business uh in downtown LA this past weekend and the game was just coming on. Um and Damian was like, Don't you look at that, don't you look at that screen. You can't look at that screen. What if somebody tapes this? And then it goes viral. I wasn't. It was just on in the bar. I wasn't watching it. And then I proceeded to not watch the rest of the game that the Saints won. The Saints win on Sunday. Then they go to the Super Bowl. I can tell you one thing: I'm not going to be watching the Super Bowl. I'm not going to watch the NFC Championship game. I believe that the NFL is a racist organization. I don't want to support that racist organization. But it's tough. It's tough. You know, it's it's not easy. Every, there's a lot of people out there going, Yo, man! I haven't been watching no football. I miss football. Like I, I don't miss football at all. I'm just in my room on Sundays reading books uh, by W. E. B. Du Bois, Marcus Garvey, and watching old Malcolm X videos and stuff like that. I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble with it. it it's, it's the Saints are really good. This is a test from God. Um, one reason why I'm having trouble is because. You know, we're boycotting the NFL, and I don't need everyone to be on the same page about why we're doing it. But I would like that. I would like for everyone to be on the same page about why we're doing it. That would be nice. I feel like I'm doing it for my own personal reasons. But it would be nice if there was like a boycott in the NFL sort of get-together situation. If I could be around other people, like a support group for people that ain't watching what they've been watching since they was three years old. Understand this. And people always ask why a boycott of this magnitude is hard. There's one reason why a boycott of this magnitude is hard is because a lot of times we separate the NFL football from kind of what we are. Where I'm from, NFL football is a part of what we are. Watching football on Sundays with like my dad and with a lot of people, it's part of it. It's like, like it's part of the, Amer- the fabric of like what America is and we're not as much as we would like to be a part of that fabric. I knew who the Saints were. Before I knew who Martin Luther King was or Malcolm X was, I knew who the saints were. My love of the saints was taught to me around the same time. I got a lot of other things like religion. Um, So for me to have gone all of these years and then all of a sudden be hit with the realization that the NFL is unwilling to treat some of our brothers the way they should be treating them. It's hard, man. It's hard to make that decision uh, not to watch something that you've always watched, you've always enjoyed, and then you watch your boys out there shining and you feel like you're not supporting them. Um, the question is, should you be doing it? And should you ever do anything out of habit uh, or any, even anything that makes you feel good if you know deep down it's going to at some point make you feel guilty or make you feel bad? What can you support? Um, how should you support things? And where do you draw that line? Uh, I'm not so sure if me not watching the NFL is making any difference uh, in anybody's life. It probably isn't. It's probably something to be on to that I'm doing for myself. Uh, it's almost a test for me at this point. It's a test about whether I can be committed uh, to something that's hard to be committed to and something that I know is toxic. Uh For concepts bigger than me. And the concept I'm bigger than me is talking about people who understand when you start discussing your plight. Colin Kaepernick used a peaceful protest to shed light on something that we all agree that we need to be talking about, uh, which is the treatment of of marginalized and oppressed people in this country. Um, And all he got from that, from the NFL, uh, in my opinion, has been collusion, silencing, um, and unfair treatment. And I think that Eric Reed and his quote unquote random drug tests are another example of that. So if I know that that's the way the, the league would, would choose to operate at its highest levels, it's just difficult for me to continue to support it. Now, if we're going around calling out things that are racist, it's probably things that are racist uh, entities that are racist. We know that there are all kinds of entities that are racist all over the place. And some people might say, Van, why, don't, why aren't you boycotting those as much as you're boycotting the NFL? My answer to that is the NFL situation was thrown in my face and I had a reaction. And, that, and who I am right now is reflective of, of, of that reaction. But I'm not about to sit here and act like is not hard. This is hard, man. This is a difficult thing to do. Like, it's, it's not like I don't, I don't even know if I'm doing it right because, like, I'll, I'll still check the score. Like (laughs) like I'll still I'll check the score of the game to see how the Saints are doing. I'll look at when the game is over, not at the actual game itself, but at the score and see what happened and be up on all the storylines and stuff like that. So I'm still invested in a way into the NFL. I'm just not watching or financially trying attempting to not financially support it. Um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say good luck to the Saints this Sunday or even say a who at, I don't know how this is supposed to be being done. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel, if I'm supposed to feel indifferent about the game coming up against the LA Rams, a team that came in there when I cheated on the boycott and watched it earlier this year because I just couldn't do it. Uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. But what I do know is this type of strife that over something as trivial as enjoyment, remember, it's not like I'm on a hunger strike. It's not like I'm losing weight. It's just something that I enjoy. And if we can't put things that we enjoy to the side uh, for things that are necessary, we're going to have a hard time getting what we want here uh, in America. And I think that protection and respect for people like Colin Kaepernick who have put themselves out for us um, I think that's necessary. I think watching a football game, even though it's something that you've been doing your entire life, I think that's just enjoyment. So sometimes all of this shit ain't easy. Cap, if you can hear this, I appreciate you taking that knee. I didn't know that you taking that knee when you did, it was gonna mean that I couldn't watch the Saints, Uh, but it does, so That's the funny little jokes that life play on you. We're going to get to Amber now, um, but I I have to do it. I have to say it to everybody out there. Who that? For all of you guys that are enjoying the NFL, I don't feel any ill will towards you. I feel no type of way to all the players in the NFL that are talking, uh, that are playing and doing their things. You guys go forth. I wish you health and happiness. (sighs) Unfortunately, I just can't do it. All right, man. I'm depressed now. Let's get to Amber. Peace. You you got a lot of you got a lot of ice on.
1: Not really. Yes, you do. Nah.
0: You got it. You got it on your wrists. You got it. The ring. And Are then we you got on? The, Are we on? Yeah, we're we're rolling right we're now. Rolling. Okay. Because okay. every time somebody sits down. Yeah. Because almost everyone that sat in that seat is richer than me, right? <laughs> and so every time somebody sits down. And they stun on me. I gotta call it out. So
1: Stop.
0: You like that's what <laughs> I you're doing. Need to get my
1: angle together. Okay, like, hold
0: on. What? What do you? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so yeah. Just so kidding. you you gotta you you wear a lot of you, you, you got a lot of ice on, man. Not a lot. I mean, you because you're like in the hip hop world. You feel like you have to. Who's
1: in the hip hop world? You're in the hip hop world. No, I'm not. I don't do hip hop. Hey, what white people about? clap for Amber Rose. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Ooh. You don't I'm do hip hop. But you're part of the hip-hop world.
1: You think so? That's cool. You
0: know you're part of the hip-hop world. <laughs> All right. You are, you are. All right. So you said you're half-white.
1: My dad is white, yes.
0: And then your mom is?
1: Kate Birdie, and she's a black woman.
0: Right. So you're black.
1: I am. And white.
0: You're black and white. Yes. <laughs> now, people want to know, because I asked like, people, what questions did you have for Amber Rose? And one of the questions was, is she black? Yeah Do you consider yourself To be black
1: Okay so let me answer that In a proper way Because I had this question before mm-hmm. And I didn't answer it In a way Where people could understand right. So let's clarify this Let's do that Okay Um, I was on Rosenberg's show Rosenberg's one of my good friends
0: Yes we This was
1: years ago though Right And he was like So how do you feel about Something like as a black woman And I was like Well I don't look at myself Just as a black woman Hmm. And the reason why I said that, which I should have clarified it back then, was, you know, I went to an all-black school Mm -hmm. in Philly. I lived in an all-black neighborhood. Right. I was not treated like a black girl.
0: So you feel like your experience wasn't that of a black woman.
1: Right. Right. And I also feel like when I got into modeling and stuff, or even stripping at the time, Mm -hmm. um... I always found myself sticking up for the black girls Mm -hmm. because it was like, you know, a black girl would come in and audition and you know, I would be like, yo, she's fire. Like you need to hire her. I would like go to management or something and they would be like, we already have two black girls.
0: Wow, you know, and Even it was in the stripping business
1: always yeah, everywhere in the right. modeling business as well. Sure, She's too dark skin. We have enough black girls. We just and I, I found myself throughout the years just being like, this is really, really fucked up. I don't have that experience mm. as a brown skinned black woman. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I am black. My mother is black. Mm-hmm. But I can't say I feel like this as a black woman. Because that I,
0: wasn't your. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. all I'm saying. I never said that I wasn't black. Right. and So I get that a lot. And it's very frustrating because um, I embrace, you know, every piece of me. I love my mother and my father. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just who I am. That's how I how, how I was born.
0: Was there ever a part of you? Was there ever a time where you felt in a way That your blackness wasn't more evident or that people didn't treat you as black or look at you as black. Did you ever want that?
1: No, because when I'm around white people, they treat me like I'm black.
0: Oh. This is what I'm
1: trying to say. I grew up very black in a black neighborhood, in a Mm. black school. Right. So me being as white-skinned as I am... Mm -hmm white skinned we
0: know. got like Amber Rose is white skinned it by the way that's yeah. the name of the, that's the name of the podcast white skinned it anyway
1: <laughs> yeah, so like um, so I grew up in philly, which is integrated and segregated mm-hmm. at the same time, so it's like like, from block to block, you can be in very different cultural neighborhoods. Sure.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Right.
1: So, like, it can be all Italians on one block, and you cross the street, and it's all black. And you mm-hmm. cross the street, and it's all Irish. And mm-hmm. everybody kind of... They just stay in their own neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's kind of kind of racist out there a little bit. Um, <clears throat> or when I was younger, you know, in the 90s and shit. But... Um, I found myself, like... You know, I would go to, like, the black bars, right? And do, right. like, karaoke and go get, like, mussels and shit. And, like, mm-hmm. my friends would go and stuff. and Or I would go to, like, my, my aunties and shit. And, you know, a white person or a white man will come in. And they'll be like, come on, white boy, come have a drink. You know, come and mm-hmm. eat some mussels. Let's do some karaoke. I didn't have those same experiences in white Irish bars. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. And they treated
0: you like you were black there. Right. They knew that you weren't one of them.
1: Yeah. But in a black bar, I kn- I didn't feel different. Sure. I get it. Yeah. But in, I'm just saying as far as what I've experienced even through other people, mm-hmm. um, I would, you know, um, the Irish bars weren't as accepting Right. as the black bars were always very accepting of everyone.
0: Mm. Black people are like, black people they're like that. Yeah. They're very accepting.
1: Very accepting. Come As in. Come and eat. Come matter of
0: fact, have... sometimes, like, black people like it when, black, when non-black people do black things. Like if <laughs> like, what, meaning, like, if you say that, like, being, I remember being in a group of people, like, 2004, huddled around a television set, people were amazed at Justin Timberlake. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, look at the way he sings and dances. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I should do that same shit. <laughs> Why is it so much more oppressive? Or like if you, on, if you watch an NBA game and a white boy really got hops, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, Look at a white boy. I'm like, Vince <laughs> Carter could jump? What the fuck? Um, but I get that. Now, was there ever any side of it that you leaned into? Like, did you, I mean, did you, culturally, you seem to lean into, because you mad hood and shit. So
1: I'm hood because I grew up hood. I'm a hood Philly bitch.
0: You that's know, I've I
1: been it. in Hollywood for a long time. So, it's not you rubbing know. off. Um,
0: Hollywood's not rubbing off on you? You don't think so?
1: Not rubbing off in a negative way. I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight somebody in the street because they looked at me wrong. Right, right. You know, that's I was you... I was that girl in Philly because culturally, that's just how we're raised. You mm-hmm. know, like, for example, like if I have a problem with a girl in school or she has a problem with me, I would let my mother know. And my mother would take me to her house and tell her mother to come outside and we would have a fair one.
0: That's so fucking terrible.
1: And that's just, terrible. How, <laughs> it's just how it was. Like culturally growing up, it's just how it was.
0: Yeah, actually that happened to me one time. Shout out to my homie Frank, who we became <laughs> friends later. Like, it's not that I was scared of Frank. Let me just <laughs> all right, let me put this out here. It's not that I was scared of Frank. Okay. I was busy playing Nintendo. Yeah. I was on Mario Brothers. I was having a good time. Frank was outside popping shit. Okay. Everybody was outside like, yo, Frank is out here popping shit. Van, you're going to come outside or whatever. I'm like, I'm busy. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. You were my, scared a little bit.
0: I wasn't scared, but, you know, I was doing better shit at that time. Okay. My dad gets home and my dad goes, my dad and my mom, my dad goes, I don't know if you know, but it's a little nigga outside of my house mm-hmm. telling me to tell you to come outside, and
1: oh
0: wow, he was he was like pause the game. <laughs> I go outside, you know what happened, Frank? I know you listen to this somewhere. I washed the shit out of Frank.
1: Nice, man. nice. I fucked Frank up. Frank, Frank was really
0: crazy. Frank was like half my size, and I was very upset. That was, so, but so I, I've seen that before, but. You're a mother now. What do you think of that style of child rearing where you force your kid into conflict like that? Because my, my parents did it to me. They did it well, to my brothers. I'll, I'll they did it to us.
1: I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Where I was raised, I had no other choice. Mm. I couldn't go to school the next day. I wouldn't have no respect, right. you know. And even if I would have lost, I still would have had my respect. It's right. just culturally how we were raised in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um... My son goes to a very prestigious private school oh, wow. in L.A. A <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't think he's <laughs> wow. going to experience those things. Maybe amongst his friends outside of school, he mm-hmm. might want, you know, have a little scruffle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm I still have that hood in me where I'm like, you don't let nobody fucking hit you. You hit right. them back. Yeah. You know, I still have that. And, you know. Uh, my son's nanny, she's like, I don't, sorry, I don't want to overstep, but I don't think that's kind of, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, somebody fucking hits you, you hit them, you back. Hit them back. You don't let nobody hit you like that. You don't yeah. let nobody take advantage of you or, you know. And That's, that's an just,
0: important life lesson, though. I, I think that sometimes people think that that's about violence. That's about setting limits for yourself. Right. You know, if someone does physical violence to you or does something like that to you, you return it. To Mm -hmm. let people know You're not that motherfucker To fuck with Right Because people will continue To test you Right And if you always look To somebody else To fight your battles for you You end up with a lot of Well and I
1: tell Sebastian I'm like you know You don't start trouble You don't put your hands On nobody But you defend yourself If somebody tries to hurt you Mm. I have very extensive Conversations with my son About his private areas And you don't let anyone Touch your private areas I don't care if they say They know you Everybody knows you Mm -hmm. You're famous You're Mm. all over Instagram just cause somebody knows your name Doesn't mean that they know you mm. Mommy and daddy Didi, Your family knows you right. You know cause we're out at the mall And they're like Sebastian And he's like Mom how do they know my name
0: Everybody knows you little man
1: You know what he's I'm famous. saying So I let him know Just cause they know your name They don't know you mm. um, But you know My son is never really In a situation Where he's not with me Or his father Or mm. I mean except for school And you know
0: Raising famous kids Yeah What is that like? We talk a lot about Amber. We talk a lot about Wiz. We talk a lot about Amber and Wiz. But we also, what we don't talk about is the fact that Sebastian, on his own right, like you said, is famous. Yeah. And a lot of these kids that we're seeing, um, all the Kardashian kids, Mm -hmm. Blue, uh, whoever else is out there having, these kids are famous. Right. What is it? I mean, you're famous and you're obviously an adult. You can kind of deal with the fame. What is it like to have? your son like what extra steps beyond what you just said what's that like like people sometimes don't want they want to they want to talk to him
1: they want to talk to him they want a picture with him and i have to remind people like i know you're excited to see him but he's a baby Mm. and i'm his mother you don't need to be coming and talk to my child without talking to me Mm. you know they just get excited and you know and and i'll tell you i've I've had tweets and I've had comments like Amber's a bitch. I seen her in the mall or I seen her at the ice cream shop and she was really mean to me. But I'm a mother bear. You can't come and ask my baby for a picture. I'm not asking your baby for a picture.
0: Yeah. They may be not famous though.
1: But I get it. But then it's like, here, take my baby and take a picture. (laughs) You know, and then it's like I'm putting my baby in jeopardy for somebody putting their arm around him. They Could poke him with something that there's weird, crazy I get people it. Yeah, out there, sure, you know? without a doubt. And so, I just don't want my son. Um, there's times where he'll stand in front of me while I'm taking a picture with a fan, I'll mm, do that, right? Um, you know, because he enjoys taking pictures, but yeah, it, it's difficult sometimes. But you know, the school that he goes to. I mean, he goes to school with Halle Berry's kids, um, oh Sandra Bullock's kids. Will the kids. fucking
0: flex and never stop? Um, like, Jesus. Christ, like, Charlize
1: the, Theron's kids.
0: Wow. So, wow. So, yeah. So Michael Jackson's wh-
1: kids went there as well. Wow,
0: okay. Yeah. So, we're we really just talking our shit on the podcast today. <laughs> These are the finest but situations.
1: you got to be really smart to get into that school, and I'm proud of my son, you know?
0: Like, going to a school like that, like, he is a black man. Yeah. Um, uh, going to a school like that, do you ever have concerns about uh him being in touch culturally with what's going on with um black kids cuz I I can't imagine that there are a lot of black kids that go to that school. There's not. Right. So There's what, not. like how do you how do you sort of get him ready not to plant, implant negative things in his brain but how do you get him ready for what this society is going to be like with him being Uh, having that brown skin
1: I think that um, so in his class there's three black kids Mm -hmm. in his in his kindergarten class Barack
0: Obama's kids Sidney Poitier's kids Uh. (laughs) probably uh, no
1: he's actually best he's best friends with Sandra Bullock's daughter which is in his class Mm -hmm. Um, Lila she's a good girl and they have play dates and stuff so he's around other black children Mm -hmm. Um, but you know he listen this is the thing. You know, one of his friends came up to him and he came home and told me. He said, uh, and I don't want to say the kid's name, you know, but. Yeah,
0: let's not do that. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> but
1: um, he was like, why is your hair so fluffy?
0: God damn, that pisses me off, man. I know that the kid didn't mean any harm, but. Well, but this is Worry the about thing, your own though. fucking hair. <laughs> this is the nigga. thing.
1: This is the thing. At five years old, That's when you ask those questions. questions. Yeah, you're right. When you're a 30-year-old, you know, white person that has their own show and you're saying that blackface is okay, that's because you didn't grow up in a diverse uh, school Mm -hmm. or community that you just don't know any better. Right. At five years old, I'm like, yes, ask those questions. Don't ask those questions when you're 25 years old. I'm not trying to hear that shit. Right. You know? Um... And I just told him that his hair was beautiful, and everyone comes from different backgrounds and different parts of the earth. And uh, that's what makes all of our hair textures different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, but yeah, it's starting.
0: Right. So it, they're starting it, to wonder why Bash is a little bit different.
1: It's starting. Well, I've at Bash's, when I was Bash's age, I asked my mother why she was black and I was white. Damn. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What did she say? Um,.
0: She just went into it? She's just kind of I broke think it she, down?
1: Uh, yeah. I know I, what
0: my mama would have said. What? Don't fucking worry about that.
1: <laughs>
0: no. Like, don't, like, don't, like, you don't ask me questions
1: like this. Well, she a lot of that? the kids, as I got older, would, my mother would pick me up from school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they would tell me that I was adopted. They would be like, you're adopted. Your mom's black and you're white. You don't look mm-hmm. shit like your mom. I don't get it. And my mom has the big c-section scar the old school johns that go straight down the middle
0: telling you real like, woman
1: right she's like i you're my baby <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, so let me ask
0: you a question you sit here um amber rose you're famous you're rich you have all of this stuff when you were say 16 mm-hmm. did you see yourself being where you are yes you did.
1: 100%. How
0: did you see yourself getting there?
1: I, you know what? When when The Secret came out, mm-hmm. I was like, been living that my whole life. Mm. And not not even knowing because, so like a lot of my friends that I grew up in Philly with, they, you know, my girlfriends would be like, oh my God, I love him. I want to have a baby with him. You know, 15, 16, 17. I'd be like, girl, I ain't having no kids. Y'all mm-hmm. not keeping me here. I'm going to live in Hollywood. Right. And, you know, honestly, at that time, it was not realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I'm living in Hollywood, and it's going to be lit for me. And, like, I'm just, I don't know. I just felt it. And the crazy thing is, is that how I became famous when I did, Mm -hmm. I think I just spoke it into existence because when it started happening for me, I was pulling back because I was like, I'm I'm not famous. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just like. I'm just like his girlfriend. I don't want to take pictures. Like I'm not. I'm not the famous one. He is, you know. Um,
0: and you, you feel like that's how you became famous because a lot of. Because I remember I saw you in a video. It was like a. Because you stood out in the video because ain't nobody had a hair like that. Uh, it was like a ludicrous. I know what video. them girls
1: like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then it seemed like right after that, here you come with this big celebrity relationship.
1: Well, I think that Kanye's. I know that Kanye seen me in that video and then reached out to me from that video on my mm. little Nokia phone. I was living in the projects in the Bronx. You were like, And um, wow. he was like, I want to fly you out to do my RoboCop video um, for 808s and Heartbreaks. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, this is Kanye. Like, yeah, mm. of course. And just thinking like, you know, I'm a professional model. Mm-hmm. I'm going out there to do a professional job with mm. like, you know, um, the most famous artist in the world. This is huge for yeah. me. And I look like a robot. This is perfect. Right. And um, long story short, I went out there and we fell in love and we were t- just
0: together. Yeah. Yeah. And then never, it was like boom.
1: I never went back home after
0: that. It was like, yeah, you were you were everywhere. How what was that like? Like the 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 rush of fame. Cause think about it. When you say the most famous artist in the world, the most famous artists in the world.
1: At yes, especially at that time. At that time, yeah. yeah. Um, it was not good for me, Van, I'll be honest with you. Hmm. It was um the only way I can put it for maybe people to understand is like having everything and then the next day having nothing. Mm. That's what it felt like. It was just opposite. Mm. Um, I was not used to that lifestyle. I was not used to um, all the expensive things that I had. I was wearing. You
0: not used to sparkling water yet.
1: I wasn't. I was not. I was not used to water. I was used to. I was used to Tahitian treats and like you know, Kool Aid and shit. Like I was not used to none of that shit. Um, and you know, um, it was like I was, um, I was very admired in Philly. I had a lot of friends. I was always bubbly and fun and cool and. Everybody just loved Amber and then I became famous and it was like you fucking stripper disgusting mm-hmm. fucking you don't deserve him you fuck and it was like from back home people
0: were saying this just on the
1: internet on the i internet mean period, everywhere yeah. and then and then you know I would come back home and I would listen to Power 99 and like they would just have like a fucking 2-hour segment just talking shit about me like people mm-hmm. that never met me don't know me um so it was like I was I had this amazing life, poor mm-hmm. but amazing. and then all of a sudden I was famous and my life was no longer amazing. I didn't know who my real friends were. I didn't um, I didn't understand the concept of fame. I um, I didn't understand paparazzi. I was like, why are you following me? I'm nobody. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. fucking from Philly. like, yeah, we're dating. So what? It's weird Like I just didn't get it. Right. And it and, and the crazy thing is I wanted Hollywood My whole life
0: And when you got it It wasn't what you wanted I
1: didn't know that it was gonna I didn't know I was gonna Achieve it that way Cause mm-hmm. I didn't go into it Wanting that mm-hmm. I went into it like Wow this guy's amazing I, I wanna be with him mm-hmm. um, But I didn't think that just because I was his girlfriend, I was going to gain fame from that. You
0: really didn't think that? I swear on my son. You really s- didn't think that? Name me one guy.
1: Dan, I that's swear. That's that famous, that has me, a girlfriend, and she's not famous. I swear on my son's famous. life. On my son's you, life. There was no part of you that thought, oh, no, shit. No, I swear. We out of Philly now. Nope. Not one part. No. Fresh princess of Beverly because Hills. Because if anything, I used to ask him to go back home. Oh, for real? Yeah. I used to be like, I want to go back home. Like, I don't, you know, I appreciate you taking me to Rome to like. (laughs) This motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: this motherfucker here, man.
1: You know, but I was just a hood bitch my whole life. So I was like, and it's funny, I can laugh at it now. It's like 10 years later, Mm -hmm. who cares? But, you know. I was like, you know, I appreciate you taking me to Rome and I saw the Vatican, but like, we just have a barbecue in the backyard and right. like, we Damn. just listen to loud You know what's music? crazy
0: is that now when you say this, I can think of so many rhymes that are about you that where he would All
1: right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on. Because <laughs> <do you> <laughs> well,
0: I didn't know who he was talking about. Anyway. um, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. But. Uh but yeah, so all of that stuff it 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 hit you <laughs> it, it came pretty fast.
1: Yeah, it was a really um I think from the outside looking in it probably looked very glamorous and you know like It was like,
0: exhausting for you though.
1: It was very exhausting. Mm. And then all of a sudden it was like you know, I had a stylist and I had a uh, somebody assisting me and somebody. And it was just like, oh, I just mm. want to. Can I just go to the supermarket and get some right. Fruity Pebbles by myself? But you
0: can't anymore.
1: I can't. And now I really can't. Now
0: you really can't.
1: Yeah. I just kind of wish he did. You know, he would have warned me. That's mm. all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I, you know, what I gotta be honest with you. I think that when people, the 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 more famous someone is. The more normalized that lifestyle is to them. So they don't really think there's anything to warn you about. They like, they.
1: Right, yeah, that could be true. Like, they
0: get, they get, like, I know people, you know, some of my homeboys that like are, you know, pretty famous and they'll, they'll be like, yo, we're going to the Laker game tonight. And I'll be like, all right, cool. But where am I gonna meet you? No, 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 no. Somebody's gonna call you with the instructions. I'm like, (laughs) call me with the instructions to go to the Laker game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Chill. couple of minutes hey van how's it going so we're gonna have a car service pick you up you're gonna meet us at this entrance go up to the top yeah, on the gold room floor and i'm like yo what the fuck is going on when i want to go to the Lakers game with my brother i uber there we meet by magic johnson statue Wait we in go to the fucking right. game <laughs> right. and then we get a, but all of this stuff was like it, it, it's just it's totally different but to them that's normal. Yeah,
1: and you're and you could be very right about that that he could he couldn't warn me because he didn't he thought he was doing me a favor mm-hmm. and um, The beginning was very hard. Yeah. Yeah,
0: did you make a conscious decision to stay famous? Meaning because that goes away right it ends everybody sees it Blah 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 blah. No, That'll I think you... you're
1: famous forever. Once you're famous, it's just the level of fame that you have, right? right? So like.
0: So there was never a time where you went, okay. Me and him, me. Yeah, and, I said no matter
1: what, up. I ain't going back to Philly. So you, so not... you, but you,
0: so because a lot of people ask that question mm-hmm. because a lot of people say Amber Rose is always in a relationship with a famous guy.
1: Yeah, but that's by default because I, you know, I don't trust people in my home that have nothing to lose. I don't trust people around my family that have nothing to lose. So, yes, the guy that works at Starbucks is probably amazing. But will he steal from me? I don't know. He doesn't really have much to lose. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like. I've had people that worked for me that had nothing to lose that stole from me. So for mm. me to actually bring someone in my life and, and date them, it's just they need to bring something to the table where I feel secure enough that they're not going to use me for any other reason.
0: All right. You know what's crazy is when you say that, there's a lot of guys who are going to listen to that and feel like that's triggering. Not only do I not see anything wrong with that, I don't understand why everyone doesn't feel that way. No. I, don't, I don't understand why, to me— like sometimes you'll talk, we'll talk about dudes who'll be out here and they'll they'll meet a girl via DM or something like that, and then something goes crazy. And I'll be like, and this is not to to diss women or to diss this women, I'll be like, but dog, what did you expect? Because if you're here, I, I know I, I don't know how how valuable these guys think that their dicks are. Right. But they like like I, I'm just I'm just right. I'm, I'm just saying like if the lady is going through all of that, she doesn't just want to, she probably wants to see what else is going to come from this situation. So if she does turn around and
1: possibly, and you know, guess what? You can be with a, you know, a famous girl and she could be batshit crazy. You know, it's, you take a gamble, but it's more so like to, to date someone that understands your life
0: is a Mm. lot easier.
1: Um, You know, you kind of move in a certain way. You go through the back door instead of the front door. You you know, it's certain certain things that, like, a certain lifestyle that, you know, we're both accustomed to as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah.
0: Do you feel any way indebted to Kanye?
1: No, because when I left Kanye, I didn't have any money. (laughs) <laughs>
0: so, I don't know. So, 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 not. So, so no. No,
1: I've made millions on my own. And the thing of it is that fame is one thing. Mm-hmm. What you do with the fame and how you make money and when you become an entrepreneur, that's all on you.
0: Did you have that conversation with yourself? Like, what am I going to do now?
1: Well, yeah, because it was like a thing. Like, um, everybody was just saying, like, you're famous for no reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do right (laughs) Blame the consumer, Don't Fucking blame me. I don't know what the fuck to do now I got to figure out how to make money and like did you
0: ever think about like
1: rapping? Yeah, I thought about (laughs) rapping. I thought about um, I thought about a lot of things I mean shit,
0: what'd you think about my
1: life ain't over?
0: I mean not you. Are you still gonna rap?
1: I don't know yet I don't know what I want to wow. do. Wow. I don't know, Van. I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say yeah. I'm going to say that like I'm a I'm a open person and I you know, I grew up in Philly. I grew mm-hmm. up in a very soulful, musical city. I love music. Probably mm-hmm. why I date a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um your
0: your your current boyfriend who's here but not inside of here. He is also like a he's a he's a he's a music producer isn't
1: he he's a a vp of a and r at dev jam right yeah
0: so yeah yeah that's a good that's a good connect to have right there. yeah it's not
1: bad it's not
0: not bad at all so you're thinking about doing some rap huh
1: i don't know what i'm thinking right
0: now let me tell you something if you start rapping that shit is whack
1: you want to be in my video I'll be in the
0: video. <laughs> but, like, it, 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 let's say you start rapping and, and it's at first... Come
1: on, son. I'm never going to rap and be whack. But I'm you never could be whack, no, no, I'm not.
0: Amber. There's no way. Motherfuckers get whacked sometimes. No, listen, because I'll go you,
1: in with no... I don't have no ego. I'm not gonna go in and be like I write all my shit and I like can freestyle. Like I would never do that. I would make dope music. That you, makes are you happy. sure
0: that it would be dope? Because if it's whack. I'm positive. If it, I, I need you to do me a favor right now. We're
1: honestly you, we're hypothetically speaking. If you if you
0: if you make rap music, which oh it my. seems like you're going to do. How did you get that from me? And it's whack. I need you to give me permission to be like, "Yo, Amber Rose is my home girl," oh but my that shit God. was whack. Because I'll tell you why. Because people get mad when you do that. I know mad like, niggas who rap. On, you guys know like. who you are. Y'all put out these songs, and then they be like, "Yo, Van, support this shit." I can't put that shit on my page, dog. Like, I, I, I like, I'm sorry. Like, not everything. So, if it's whack, if it's whack, if it's give whack,
1: me, then you could say whatever you. I can want.
0: I could say it's whack, and we yeah. will still be cool. Yeah. We'll still take the crown shots and like we'll all still that, all we'll, that we'll, we'll still you're be still
1: cool. invited to the pool party.
0: All of that shit. But if it's whack. But you don't think you don't think you could come whack? You don't think it's
1: if I did music, no. You wouldn't? No, because I would get like the best writers. I would basically tell them exactly what I want to talk about and to ask them to execute my vision mm-hmm. exactly how I want it to be.
0: If you if you did start rapping <laughs> Which, like, wait, wait, like, wait. If you did start rapping, yeah. which one of your exes would you want to collaborate with first? Who would you get on a song? None. No, you wouldn't do a track with none of them?
1: Nope. Wait.
0: This is some fire shit here. Mm-hmm. We got the best of the best. And you wouldn't do a
1: song with any of these guys? Nope. Because my shit's going to be so fire. That you don't want, like, you don't want. Nope. I don't want no help from nobody. No yay, no 21, no whiz. These are the best guys. Nope. Wow. <sighs>
0: mm your feminism, yeah, is a fucking hot topic, man is it it so is a hot topic,
1: oh how?
0: it's a hot topic because um the brand of feminism that you have, yeah, not a lot of people mm-hmm. first of all, you have a lot of people who are very supportive of you and understand exactly what you're doing
1: thank you for that,
0: but the a lot of people yeah if you guys ever know the amber will walk first of all i have a bon- bone to pick with you about the slut walk i think we've talked about this before i don't know i i, I think i brought this up to you before let me tell you my problem with the slut walk so okay. i live downtown yeah it's a place downtown called downtown donuts okay
1: <laughs> this, is, this, <laughs> is is true, this. this is a
0: true story based downtown. i don't know why all the sluts at the slut walk love donuts so much but Every year, mm-hmm. every every Saturday, I go and I get some donuts from downtown Donuts. Stroll
1: Walk is on a Saturday.
0: It's on a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and every year, you hungry motherfuckers eat up all the donuts, so I don't have any donuts. Yes, we do. Like we do. every I'm single sorry year, about that, every man. single year, I get up and it's like this order is not available. This order is not available. Downtown Donuts close. Y'all close the fucking shop.
1: I box. apologize, man. It's not about you that day. It's about all the girls. So whatever. Just you know what I'm gonna
0: it. do? Cool. Get next, over it. Next next year, I'm gonna go buy up all the donuts from y'all. I see how you fucking. That's so feeling.
1: not cool. Oh,
0: I'm gonna buy them up, man. Cause I need my shit. Anyway, so hey, y'all, slut walk people, stop eating up all the donuts from a nigga. <laughs> um, I eat, I eat donuts on one day a week. So listen, your brand of feminism, or your brand of not even feminism, but sexual empowerment, where you embrace words like slut yeah ho yeah and all of that stuff like that Mm -hmm. um i don't have very much use for those words meaning they don't trigger me uh they you're a woman so they They
1: don't trigger you or you don't use them
0: uh, i probably use them but it what i mean is if if i use them it's in the context of like i don't ever say those somebody's a hoe because, like, that was, You
1: like, a goddamn lie.
0: That was high school. Like, I really don't.
1: Okay. Alright, yeah, like, so that, high yeah, school. Yeah, that, okay. that,
0: oh, I have before, sure. Yeah. But now, it's like, come on, man. Um, Like, it. it that's kind of not even the way I think. Yeah. But embracing those terms turns a lot of people off. Yeah. Like, I ask people, yo, what do y'all want me to ask Amber Rose? And I'm gonna ask the wildest questions that they ask me later on.
1: I'm so excited.
0: But, uh, but... The question is, how do you look at those terms? Do you think that those using those terms mm-hmm. to describe women is responsible because of the negative connotation that they have? What would you well, say? I think to people it's that
1: irresponsible say? to have the words still in the Webster dictionary. Mm-hmm. I think it's irresponsible to. Um, allow people to call you those words in a derogatory way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't force women to embrace those words. I say, look, this is for me, and that can be for you. Just like, you know, I could I want to wear what, what I want. If you want to dress conservative, I'm not telling you to come to the slut walk and, um, you know, be in fishnets and thongs. You can mm-hmm. wear whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like when I was being called all of those derogatory labels, By me embracing those words helped me get through a very dark time in my life
0: so it's very personal for you uh
1: yeah and it worked for me and i feel like if it worked for me it could work for a lot of other women Mm -hmm. and it's not for everyone Mm -hmm. um which is okay
0: does the word slut have a definition
1: um in the dictionary it does no i
0: mean to you because, like, you, you use the word, is there a definition of the yeah, word
1: Yeah, well, you? slut is just a derogatory label mm-hmm. that men and women use against other women to um, down them for their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Or, or down them for being confident in their sexuality. Or uh, making conscious decisions to do what they want in their life. Or... Not doing it. Mm -hmm. Because the thing of it is, you could be called a slut and not do anything at all. It's just the perception of you. Mm -hmm. So, slut really is not really like an actual definition because you can kind of just throw that on anyone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Without knowing their personal or sexual background at all.
0: So, when you you embody the word, then, what do you feel like? When you embody the word, when you accept the word and you use the word and you brand the word, what Mm -hmm. do you feel like you're... Accepting and using and branding
1: I'm taking the power out of it okay. I'm taking the pain away from it um, And like I said that works for me mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily Work for other women they feel like we should Just banish all the Derogatory labels and like yes In a perfect world that would be Great but it's not realistic For me mm-hmm. I don't think That um, Rappers are gonna stop Calling girls hoes and sluts
0: mm-hmm. um, i would be I, good though
1: it would be amazing. It, I mean, it would
0: not. Not only would it be good, it's something that eventually Amber has to happen.
1: Listen, man. Yes, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's kind of like
0: it's going to be hard to make safe spaces for our women if we keep doing that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, it's like you either take the pain away from it personally. Mm-hmm. Or you allow it to hurt you. And I'm not going to allow those derogatory labels to hurt me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I post a picture on Instagram and I'm like, I love my slutty ass in this Fashion Nova (laughs) t-shirt. Discount
0: code AMBER. Yeah, like, (laughs) you know,
1: um, that takes the pain away when, you know, every comment is like, you're a fucking slut. You're a mother. You're a fucking scumbag. You fucked... 85 guys this year, you know, it's like, oh, I already call myself a slut. You can't hurt can't, me. You can't hurt Bye. me, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, and, and I give other women that confidence as well to take the pain away.
0: I don't understand why people cling to convention so much. I don't get why people are so offended with someone else's decisions about their body and about right. how they look. Why do you think that that is?
1: I think they're just uncomfortable with themselves. I think it could be Um, the background that they grew up in. Mm -hmm. um, They weren't taught to be um, open Mm -hmm. um, or uh, confident in their sexuality or in in themselves. Um, You know, it it depends. I feel like there's a lot of guys, uh, especially guys, that I see are very controlling. They don't like a woman to be Overly confident because they feel like they can't control her and that makes them feel they have to then down her with derogatory labels to make her feel beneath them. So they feel inferior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see that a lot. I see a lot of girls that are internally insecure. And so they project that negativity onto women that they kind of wish they could, you know, be like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's all just um, it's all just within. And so, like, when I talk to girls, I'm like, you know. I, I don't want to ever just say like, Hey, be happy with who you are. Right. Um, I hear that a lot and I'm like, you know what, if you want to make changes, make changes. Mm-hmm. If you want to, I mean, you show, you show your before and after pictures of your body all the time. Sure. Um, and those were decisions that you made because you wanted to get to where you are now. Right. Um, and if I sat there and was just like, no, just be who you are. Just stay that way. Yeah. You know, it's like that maybe didn't make you happy at the time. It didn't. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think we just need to just focus on, like, being positive and, um, yeah, go ahead. What does
0: being sexually healthy look like to you?
1: Doing what you want. And, and that that's not even actually having sex. Being sexually healthy is if you're asexual and you don't want to have sex at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just whatever makes you happy. I feel like it's funny. People think that I sit around and, like, have orgies all day and, like, just do all this crazy shit. It's like I'm 35 years old. I had one threesome mm-hmm. in my entire life. And honestly, I did it. What? For in my entire life. The
0: whole time? That's yes.
1: boring as fuck. I'm I'm kind of a traditional girl.
0: Wow. You know? I wouldn't say that's boring. I'm just saying that, that that's surprising.
1: It is surprising, mm-hmm. you know? And um and I really did it more so female, for research.
0: Female female Male or male, female. I did male, it for female?
1: research purposes. Which way was the threesome? <laughs> was it female,
0: female, male, it or male, It doesn't matter, fee- man. Female. The bottom
1: line is, is that why don't you answer the question? I chose to do something. Female, female, male, <laughs> male, male, female. Which one was it? I chose to do something. Jesus Christ! That I know
0: what it was now. Now I know what it was. You don't know. I don't know.
1: Um, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. anyway so yeah you're <laughs> blushing now um so so then because what because what some people will say is that um what some people say is that uh encouraging you know using words like slut or whole like that it might make young women run out and think that a way to be cool and I'm not saying this I'm just saying this is a, a, a criticism mm-hmm. uh, a way to be cool a way to be empowered is to experiment with as much sex as possible, which there's not necessarily anything wrong with that at all. Mm -hmm. But also for some people, you just want to make sure that people are making decisions for themselves and not because they think that this is something they have to
1: aspire to. Well, if you ever went to my website or Mm -hmm. you came to the slut walk or, you know, um, you would know that we want to have HIV and AIDS testing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm an advocate for safe sex. Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe in condoms. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I also believe in making choices that are comfortable for you. Yeah, for you. Um, yeah. I talk about rape culture. I talk about consent. Um, I talk about regardless of, you know, how many times you said yes, once you say no, That's he that. has to stop. Um, yeah, I've spoke at colleges. I've, I've um, you know, did... Um, Uh, centers, um, Mm -hmm. schools. You know, my slut walk is over 20,000 people. Wow, that's really impressive. so So I have these conversations. I just did Girl Cult for Galore magazine, and I got on stage and just talked to all the girls there. You know, it's really what makes you comfortable. I also talk about the derogatory labels now. With social media, it is extremely prevalent, and it's a extreme form of bullying as well what they do to these girls it's like i'm confident in my body i worked out or like you know you want to post a pretty picture you're a slut you're a hoe no one's ever gonna wife you you're this that and that i mean Mm -hmm. these girls want to go and kill themselves after that they felt beautiful they felt like they wanted to post that and then they have to get hit with all this shit Mm -hmm. it's just it's just unfair
0: is there anything unhealthy about that part of social media to you people posting pretty pictures of themselves mm-hmm. and is that it can it ever be too much no you don't think so
1: no it's your own page post what you want i'm listening i'm with it i'm and, just asking because yeah, a lot I'm of people saying, think like,
0: yeah I'm, a lot of people think that we can kind of get caught up in aesthetic too much and maybe we're not diving into the i depth think everyone
1: needs to mind their fucking business <laughs> and let people post what they want right that's it right. post what the fuck you want Post your post, you know, you in a bikini, you in a jumpsuit, you in a tracksuit, you, you know, whatever you're into, yeah. post that shit. And if people don't like it, don't follow me, don't leave a comment. And mm-hmm. if you do, I might comment, background might just block your ass. Yeah. Like I it's like
0: There's only one thing annoying about it. This is this is the annoying thing. And I think this has to do with the way people feel. For me, when you're when posting your butt, you can just post your butt. Yeah. Sometimes people post their butt and they go, for years and years and years, I was afraid of my butt. (laughs) I didn't know that everyone hated my butt and felt terrible about the way it looked in the sunlight. But now I am so free to post this ass on Instagram for all of you guys to see. And I'm going to post it and love myself. I don't need that. Post your ass and go. Like, it's like, it's like, the reality...
1: I think a lot of girls probably have those long captions for, like... Because they want to insulate themselves from the
0: hate. I invite the hate.
1: Yeah, I posted my it. ass yesterday, and I put peach fuzz. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah.
0: I saw that. When you, when you did make the decision, because I've never posted my ass before. I yeah. Might, I might post my ass this summer. I'm gonna I'm squat all you. I might post my ass. if You if, should, man. <laughs> uh, it, when do you it make, for the culture. When man. you, when you made the decision to do that, like, is there, what, what... Posting because I'm gonna ask. We got a whole section that's gonna be about posting sexy videos. Cause I, I need to. I need to know about that. Uh huh. But like, <clears throat> what goes into it? Like, do you? Is there a?
1: I mean, okay. So there's there's bits and pieces, which, right? Okay. Okay. One of the pieces. Amber
0: Rose's Instagram right now. <laughs> All right.
1: So one of the pieces is that I just fucking feel like it. Oh
0: what? Got um, that.
1: The other one is, you know, I work out. I'm proud of my body. I Mm want to show it off. I had a baby. Um, Three is I personally enjoy pissing people off. I I just, I love it. I get off on it. I I just think it's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I know most of my comments are going to be a lot of people that are mad. um, And it makes me laugh. And I have Mm. a good time when I post things like that. I'm an asshole like that. I feel you on that. Yeah, I just kind of sometimes I like to just throw it out there and just piss people off real quick and then sleep like a baby.
0: Yeah, fuck it. Like um for you, and I've asked women this question before, uh, when you post like a twerk video yeah. or like cuz you haven't posted a twerk video in a while. When you yeah. when you posted a that is that phase over?
1: Um I think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Cuz there was a time where the twerk videos were very plentiful. And you don't post it yeah, anymore. Yeah,
1: I feel like I've been there. You're,
0: um, you're over it.
1: What made you like- what? I wouldn't say I'm over it. My mom asked me to twerk for her all the time. Really? <laughs> like, she's just like- I think I need my own reality show so you guys can kind of like come see into my what's world. what's going on with that, yeah. No, my mom just, you know, she loves me. And right. she's just like, you know, she's like, twerk am, and she cracks up. It's she's funny. Just, it's funny to her. Right. She just laughs.
0: it? Did you did you make a decision? She'd be like,
1: go ahead, girl, go ahead. Like, yeah, mama,
0: hey- To be honest with you, my mama likes that shit too. Like I remember, I I brought a girl home one time, and my (laughs) mom, the girl came in. She knows who she is. My mom goes, "Oh my god, that thing got some ass on her! Uh Look at that Mm -hmm. girl. Get up and walk across the living room." And uh, and and the 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 the, the girl that I brought, she knows who she is, and she's like, she's she's like all getting bashful and stuff like that. She's my mom. My mother's like, walk. Because <laughs> right. my mom has a big old ass, so mm-hmm. she so, so she appreciates that. Yeah. So you when you you just stopped twerking one day, it was like a you just. No,
1: I still like twerking the house and shit. Like we'll put, around the house and yeah, we'll put on the music. You know, my house is always I'm obsessed with City Girls, yeah, so like yeah, so City Girls is just played through my house all day, mm-hmm. and um and yeah, we just dance and like you know, my security lives with me, my assistant, my mom. Um, and my son so mm-hmm. it's just always a party. I mean you've been to my house before yeah. It's like that all the time. Yeah,
0: do you so like when you when you Post a video a sexy video mm-hmm. Twerk video or a picture are you doing this with the conscious knowledge that guys are jacking off to that?
1: I think it's fire that they're jacking off to it. Do you yeah because I ask. I'm what, not mad at it
0: so but but do you, do you ever is that like the in goal and intent
1: ever? No, I just do it because I don't give a fuck.
0: Right. It doesn't gross you out to think that they are?
1: I let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, man. I had my, my friend June, he was locked up for like 10 years. And um when God I damn, first came out. Savage? When I when <laughs> I first got on, mm-hmm. um I had this Smooth magazine. Remember it? And he told me that there was like a, a the smooth magazine picture of me like crouched down like the little kim pose mm-hmm. that guys were paying to use that picture all around the prison wow and i thought it was fire
0: you thought that was fire that's
1: fucking fire What, what,
0: what what's so fire about it because I, I often wonder like you know because you tell a lot you ask girls that question and they go oh that's disgusting guys are so disgusting
1: <laughs> i'm like the only one but, yeah, but
0: you're like nah that's dope it's fire why what like what does what that i don't know
1: why it's fire it's just fire like would you okay so if i'm like girls are paying to like <laughs> did, look at a dope. picture to like and of me to like play with themselves i would be like yo that would feel great so this is the thing this is always a double standard and this mm-hmm. is why i'm a feminist because mm-hmm. girls feel like they have to be like ew my god i don't like that you know <laughs> like for me it's like anybody would think that's fire but because i'm a girl or woman i should say i you know it's like programmed in me to be like oh my god no i don't want nobody but no it's Mm. fucking fire so you guys
0: have free permission to jack off to amber rose's instagram absolutely
1: have a blast guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) now in these high profile relationships do you ever attempt to not share as much. No. Because people get so overly invested and what people don't get is most relationships end.
1: Yeah. Most relationships (laughs) end. They do. Like and so
0: and so when people go, I don't think they're gonna last, I always go, they probably Probably won't. (laughs) We probably probably won't. Yeah they 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 probably won't. Um but is there ever a part of you that goes, this one I want to play a little closer to the vest so people don't have as much to say about it out in the public No, space.
1: because you know what? I'll I, I put it like this, man. If you can't deal with that, you can't deal with me. Mm. You know, and I and I find that it's very hard to date me mm-hmm. for those reasons. I was actually just out with my boyfriend um, on New Year's. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's the, the VP at Def Jam and, you know, uh, he's not famous, but mm-hmm. he has an amazing job, and he's a great guy. Um, but yeah, I'm at this club, and a very, 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 very famous man mm-hmm. was there. And you know, I'm you know chilling with my boyfriend, and he's kind of like sitting, and I'm like in between his like standing up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, kind of just you know bobbing to the music or whatever. And the guy, the very famous guy, comes behind me, and he goes like this to my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend was like this. Like, mm-hmm. fuck out of here. I flicked his hand. Flicked his hand. One of his hands. Yeah. Um, off, because I guess he didn't see the other one. And, you know, it was like. Tense moment. I, and I never met this guy. I oh, never, you don't know him? You I don't, don't know, know him, kid. no. But he was low-key trying to shoot his shot with me. Yeah. And, you know, I could be one of them bitches like, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck off me, Right. right. I say that to say <clears throat> that it is not easy being with me. Things like that happen all the time. Whether it's DMs, whether I'm out, where guys will just shoot their shot in front of my boyfriend. They don't don't give a. F- they don't care if he's famous. Mm-hmm. They don't care about none of that shit. So then we go home. Um, not me and my boyfriend, but like in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, they would give me a hard time. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's not my fault. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, it's easier to be with a non-famous girl. Mm. It really is. You don't got to deal with the scrutiny. You don't got to deal with, damn, uh, what her mouth tastes like fucking so-and-so's dick. I mean, they, they're mean. People are really fucking mean. And it's just like, it's not easy to be with me it's much easier to be with a regular girl a non famous girl and so I feel like that has always been my problem and in my relationships that it's just not easy being me as a person I'm cool as fuck everybody will tell you that but that Amber Rose aspect of me is just not easy
0: is there ever a point do you ever get disappointed in them Like, do you ever go, yo, I wish you could be a bigger person and and, and like deal with this, like I'm worth it type of situation? Yeah,
1: all the time. But I also can't get mad that they can't.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself ever finding the one guy that you spend the rest of your life with?
1: I like to think it's Alex A.E., the guy I'm with now. He's amazing. He's great with Bash. He's, you know... You think you will
0: spend the rest of your life with him?
1: I like to think that when I really care about someone and I really, really care about him, you know? And, um, but like I said, it's not easy being with me. That situation just happened Mm -hmm. on New Year's. I mean, he didn't give me a hard time, but the situation was a hard situation to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um... And, you know, it's like if he ever bows out for those reasons, I have to understand. Yeah. It's just, it's not me. It's not me. I'm like, I'm, I'm really a great girlfriend and right. a great person, you know, but.
0: You've only fucked with one white guy in this whole time.
1: No, I didn't.
0: It's Machine Gun Kelly. That was it.
1: No, I, I dated, um, oh shit, what's his name?
0: <laughs> the fucking Dancing with the Stars guy?
1: Yeah. That was real? Yeah. Oh, Val, Valentine, Val. Yeah. That was
0: real. Mm-hmm. Not, not, let me tell you how I know that relationship was fake. You just forgot what? his name. Let, just, let, <laughs> let me tell you how I know that relationship was fake. Y'all think we silly? We know when these you relationships. You we forget people's names? No, no, like that. Come like, on, stop. Like, y'all think we stupid? You think that we believed that y'all were really together?
1: We were very much together. Y'all
0: were never. You never slept with him.
1: What do you mean? You never
0: had sex with that guy.
1: You tell my Val. N- Me and Val were together for like six months. You, we dated for like six months. It never, wasn't like a long-term crazy thing, but he's a great guy. You, he, I'm
0: sure he's a great guy. True or false, you slept with him? No. No. Because I, in,
1: if I'm with somebody for six months, I like to think so. Let me
0: tell you something. Amber Rose, on, is, stop. Amber Rose was in a relationship for publicity. It happens. It's okay.
1: I don't do I don't do that fake shit. You, I'm not a you, fake ass bitch. But I you do,
0: I, doesn't mean that you're a fake no, ass? No, I
1: don't bitch. do publicity anything.
0: You forgot his name. Have Amber. I
1: ever called T, ask Harvey, have I ever called TMZ to come and follow me anywhere? Oh, I wouldn't
0: know if you had and you never have. By the way, never fact. Fact, a lot of you have.
1: I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not I never, I'm ever not, ever called TMZ to follow me. I don't do shit I'm for publicity not at
0: all judging people who have because some of your favorites have. you probably know who they are. But like it, but you never have. That's not how you get down that particular no. time, though, that was a fake relationship. It was not. It you was forgot not his name. I
1: forgot because it's like when I'm doing an interview, I got a lot of things on my mind. I like when we're talking, I'm still studying on things that I want to talk about and mm-hmm. when we're done this. So like I, I have that type of brain.
0: So you so you you do
1: And I didn't forget his name. It was just
0: You we were like, were, What's that nigga from Dancing with the Stars Okay, first
1: of all That's what you said.
0: <laughs> you were like like man, No, you I was, was like, joking. You, was like, <laughs> yo, you weren't
1: joking, you <laughs> forgot
0: his name. And when this goes on the internet, people are gonna be like, yo, Amber Rose never dated that guy. <laughs> you forgot his name i'm just i'm
1: a i'm a i'm a
0: machine gun kelly though machine gun kelly is really the only white guy he, he was he a nice guy he seems like a nice guy yeah he's cool he's a cool guy what about val when you guys was texting about where you all was gonna be shot together <laughs> uh, oh, with paparazzi. Was, he, was he cool
1: did i a call tnz
0: you never did all
1: right so what are you talking about they
0: can't believe you tried to make me believe that that relationship with val was was
1: it was real bro i'm telling you you liked val
0: what did you like about val
1: why do we have to talk about Val? I'm just
0: asking, like, what, what was your favorite thing about Val? What's Val's favorite song?
1: He, I mean, he's, he was Russian. He's so Russian, <laughs> so, like, he listened to a lot of Russian music. Did he? Yeah, yeah, you know, and he listened to a lot of hip-hop, too. He was, like, a hip-hop head at the same time. He had, like, a Russian, what Jewish, was, what was the favorite, New York accent.
0: What was, like, you and Val's favorite restaurant to go to together here in L.A. to chill
1: out? Delilah's, probably.
0: Oh, wow. Easy answer. Everybody goes there. Shout out to Kenny Hamilton. Alright, so these are the questions that people wanted me to ask you. Okay. One guy said, These are the wildest ones.
1: There's only three questions on that paper.
0: Yeah, these are the three questions right All
1: here. right. You may I I thought I was getting like a good, you know, twenty questions or something. I can get more.
0: Because there was there the, the wild shit that was on Twitter was, was off was,
1: was Yeah, I like wild shit. Wild I can shit's actually fun. I can
0: actually tweet that I'm in the room with Amber Rose right now, send your <laughs> questions. Um so one guy said, does Amber Rose like to get those pretty toes sucked? Yes. You like to get your toes sucked?
1: Actually, my boyfriend has a crazy foot fetish, like loves my wow. feet. And like literally stares at my feet when we make love and it's really hot.
0: It's hot that he stares at your feet. yeah. The wholesome shit just went right out the window. What? Like, Why? That's, like, like, <laughs> it, like, it's hot that he stares, He stares at you. Wouldn't he? You know?
1: Yeah. Like if, if my legs are all the way up and he'll just like look to the so, side so and stare your at So your legs my feet.
0: are on his, on his shoulders, and rather or than like
1: look, on his chest,
0: or rather than look in your eyes or at your breasts or anything. no. Like
1: sometimes I tell him to stare at my feet because I know it like turns him on more and it's this hot. Wow,
0: man. Wow. It's
1: hot. What's wrong with that? There's nothing
0: wrong with it. I just it's just one of those things to where I never understood the foot thing. I don't get. Yeah, the foot he thing.
1: loves my feet. His screensaver on his phone is my feet.
0: God damn, your all of the woman that you are. Yeah. All of that. He, and loves, the that feet. he
1: loves, loves that too. He loves that too. Yeah, but it's. Um, have
0: you ever met? is, it, is I this, have
1: really pretty feet.
0: Is this the first foot guy that you've ever? Uh, yeah. The first foot guy. It never weirded you out. No. No, it never weirded you out. The foot stuff. No. What has it has there ever been anything that a guy wanted to do that has weirded you out? No names, just is there anything that's a little too weird for Amber Rose?
1: That I've experienced, mm-hmm. no. But I've heard stories nothing with
0: nothing too weird.
1: No, like guys really respect me. Like I'm a really dope ass chick. Like I'm mm-hmm. not, you know. I'll, I'll let you know what I like, and I will let you know what I don't like, and what I'm not into. But no one really never asked me for anything crazy.
0: Like and, and so. There's never anything that a guy asked you and you were like, nah, we're not doing that.
1: Not that I could think of, no. Wow.
0: So they and but you're saying this because what about one of your homegirls? Something that the guy asked them. You said other girls have had that. I mean,
1: like, there's things that I just don't want to do. Like, I don't want to eat ass. I don't want to No like, eating ass. No, nah, I don't. I'm just not really, I don't want to do that. I'm Why? not really. Um, I just don't want to eat a guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but that's like a, a big thing now. It's
1: like a thing. It's like a thing.
0: The, and then there are never guys that ask you to do that.
1: No, no, no one they ever. Never
0: like even move the because it's like techniques sometimes they they move the ass towards your face like they try to ride up. Yo,
1: relax. Like, I'm just saying. Nah, relax. Uh,
0: um, all right, cool. Do you have a problem with the ass eating the other way?
1: Um. I don't really have a problem with it. I don't really enjoy it. Interesting. Yeah, I just it's, I really don't like head like that though. What do you mean? I don't like receiving head like that. It's not great.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because You have a
0: very masculine energy.
1: What? Like you like you no, have a, I don't. like you
0: like you, like you do like you have like it's like it's like you kind of like a you're it's like
1: Well, I'm a pansexual, so maybe that's it. I don't
0: know what these terms mean. What like what does pansexual mean?
1: That means I will date anyone I'll date a girl, I'll date transgender, non-binary, male um, It doesn't matter
0: Now we have what's called a new conversation conversation stream, listeners uh, Can I go pee real quick? Yeah, you drank that whole thing? I did Alright, Amber, we're gonna let Amber go pee we're gonna have to ask <laughs> Can her I about... like,
1: go like really fast? And I'll be yeah, right go back. for it We're
0: gonna ask okay. Amber about dating trans okay. transgenders So, while Amber went to the bathroom, we're actually going to pay some bills. Uh, This week's episode is brought to you by Blinkist. Today's age, it can be hard to find the time to sit down and learn more, especially when the likes of social media can be so addictive and time-consuming. So, you may think that you don't have the time to read a book or develop yourself so much other stuff on your mind. Think again. Blinkist is the only app that condenses thousands of nonfiction books into the best key takeaways And need to know information. You want to get smarter. You don't have to devote all of this time to it. Blinkist helps you out. You can read and listen to these joints in just 15 minutes. Eight million people are using Blinkist right now. It has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, to history books. I like Blinkist. It's like, once again, a lot going on in life for me right now all over the place. Um, so in less than 15 minutes, where I need to be armed with all of these factoids and the knowledge that, you know, make me a productive member of community, the media and this struggle. Blinkist helps me do that. It also helps me move on to the next thing. Uh, talking about being more intelligent, more informed, a more healthy me mentally and physically i love reading about how to repair your mind and your body and i can do that on Blinkist. for me right now i'm really into the four hour work week by tim ferris that's on Blinkist right now i got into that book because i'm desperately interested in how to design a lifestyle that's not stuck in this nine to five monotonous back and forth and that's one thing uh, that kind of helps me do that. So that's uh, I was able to do that didn't have a lot of time to devote to it Blinkist helped me out. Um, also the real to be honest with you the power of habits by Charles Duhigg is a self-improvement book that I'm really into right now. I got it on Blinkus. It's dope God try Blinkus, man Sometimes you don't want to dig all the way in, but you want all the knowledge. Blinkist helps you do that right now for a limited time uh, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash P-I-L-L to start your free seven-day trial That's Blinkist. Spell B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T Blinkist.com slash pill to start your free seven-day trial. You are back. Yes. So Pansexual Amber mm-hmm. Rose with, with, with date anyone
1: mm-hmm.
0: you would date a transgender yes you would date
1: i've dated women for years um i've dated uh, a trans um female to male female to male yeah
0: interesting when was this
1: uh probably right before i met kanye i was with two i was in a long-term relationship with a woman and then i was with um I don't wanna say their names so sure uh and um and my my transgender lover was after that and then I met Kanye. So I wasn't with a guy for a long time before that.
0: Was is and was there any ever ever any time where you just thought you weren't into men anymore?
1: No.
0: You haven't dated a woman in a while now though, have you?
1: No, I feel like the last girl I dated was Rosa Acosta. It was like it was a while ago. That was real? Yeah seriously yeah i didn't know that
0: that was real see i I mean it wasn't that i didn't know that it was real but like i never really that you guys i didn't know that that was ever something that like you guys like were kind of putting out there
1: we we didn't put a lot i
0: heard about it but like because there was a lot of barbershop talk about that one like there was a lot of barbershop talk about that but i never know that you guys actually had dated yeah interesting Mm -hmm. what's she up to now she's good Still stretching?
1: Still stretching, still working out, still doing her thing.
0: Doing her thing. Good for her. Uh, So, uh, why do you think it's so hard for people to, because we talk about sort of the normalization or the integration of of transgender Americans into our society, but I think that Laverne Cox and some other people have actually called out men who said that they wouldn't date a transgender female. Right. Um, Why do you think that's so hard for so many people?
1: I think it's the stigma that... um, that's programmed in us either through our families or through society growing up um, it's frowned upon um, see I believe that you can love anyone and kind of look past like the appendage or the, the private area if you could just look past that and look at the actual person mm-hmm. um, I think this world would be a better place
0: you would date a, a transgender I- in the future?
1: I, I mean I would date anyone
0: you would date anyone?
1: Anyone, anyone that I can look at and be attracted to and mm. and love their spirit and they make me feel good. Yes, I will date transgender. Any, it doesn't matter.
0: Hmm, that's yeah. interesting. I mean, it's not interesting. Be- it's interesting because I remember one time. So there was a there was a lot of uproar about you know some things that were said about transgenders transgenders last year, and some of the girls that I knew that were very upset about it. I asked them, I said, would you date a man that had dated a transgender female before mm-hmm. you? And these women who are very enlightened, incredibly enlightened, very liberal women, all of them were like, no.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. So it depends, you and know, they were so
0: mad about these comments that were made about the transgender community. Right. But there was still a kind of a sticking point.
1: There. Well, I, I don't. It, it depends on where that comes from, right? Because it's like, ew, they're transgender. I, I don't want to date a guy that, they, you know, if it's like an ew f- factor, um, which is fucked up. Or it's, is it fucked up? Uh, I, I think so.
0: You think it's fucked up to not want to date I someone just, that wasn't it, born the sex that your preference is?
1: Okay, but so that's the thing. This is where things get a bit complicated, right? Because there's a lot of guys that love transgender women, right? And they're you know, society will call them gay.
0: Mm-hmm. Correct? I mean, I don't call them gay, but yeah. Would do you, th-
1: what would you call them?
0: I don't know. I mean, if you, if you, there are
1: men that like women,
0: they are men that like women. Do these women have penises?
1: Sometimes. Yeah, maybe.
0: It's, this is my thing. And I am going to completely talk about my ignorance right here. Okay. If it like, I, I guess you're, you're in a heterosexual relationship as a transgender woman, but if the individual has a penis, mm-hmm. that's at least kind of gay, right? Like, I mean, no, like so not, we, not, not to offend uh, anyone. I'm really no, just no, no, kind of no. working through these things. And, like, listen, uh, we,
1: and, and, and listen, everybody that's watching needs to know that it's all about education. Yeah, I'm if really gay, yeah, If we don't educate, we can't get mad at people for not knowing. Okay, yeah. let's just put that out there. When you are gay and a g- uh, gay male, mm-hmm. you like guys, which is another gay Or a straight male, or just a male. Right,
0: and the masculine energy and everything that comes with that. Very
1: masculine energy, very male-on-male energy. There's even gay men that date, transgender, male to, um, excuse me. Female to male. Female to male. Mm. Um, Because just because you're transgender doesn't mean that's your sexuality.
0: Wow, that's right. I I knew that, but what I'm saying is, if you're transgender and you still have your penis, isn't that like a huge part of sexuality what you have
1: that's the thing like there's a lot of guys that are attracted to the female figure but love the fact that she still has her penis that's like the sexy part about it that they get all this Mm -hmm. and then still the penis as well Mm. um which is really cool so you know it really it really just depends and like i said if they're saying it for the reason like uh, I don't know, that's just kind of weird, then mm-hmm. whatever, that's on them. But if they're saying it like, I don't know if I gotta compete with that because that's what he really likes, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I have a vagina, I can't give him maybe what she can give him. I understand that, you know? It all it all comes down to preference. As long as we're not belittling people for who they are, then...
0: Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think that, for, for me, it's... I, I want... A society where everyone feels completely okay to be who they are, but I definitely don't want anyone to feel like for example if if you're saying if if a if a guy says um that it's probably a little bit too much for him to date a transgender female mm-hmm.
1: uh I mean he shouldn't be shamed for that yeah
0: I think that that's kind of preference. It's like, and maybe there'll be a time where that's not the thing, but where, where that kind of but like for me that would be Something that that wouldn't happen, you know what I mean? Well,
1: well, Van, listen. There's a difference between preference, and there's a difference between you know, um, bigotry, or yeah, or just treating people like shit for for who they are. It's just not. It's just not nice.
0: Do you feel like you're doing your life's work? Do you feel like it, it, is it important to you? Because um, you're very famous. Mm. You've made a lot of money. Um, it seems like it's seemingly you can brand yourself in any way i'm assuming you make a lot of money from instagram how much money do you make from instagram
1: probably like two million a year just off instagram what is that crazy
0: it's not crazy amber
1: <laughs> just say there's girls that make more than two million a year i make like two million on instagram a year a situation yeah
0: situation where a nigga went to college and bought into the whole <laughs> bullshit. And Amber is making two million off Instagram.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah $2, million take two million dollars, yeah. and
0: you and you have to, and you, that's just about posting and working with brands and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Hmm. All like endorsement deals and stuff like that. Hmm.
0: You make two million dollars a year off Instagram.
1: Is that that sounds crazy?
0: Yeah, man. Oh,
1: that's
0: not crazy. That's um, a, a I'm not hating it. I'm
1: no, I you, mean, I you're just...
0: blessed, my sister. I call you that because you have my sister. Because you, you know, <laughs> but you, but you, you're blessed. That's amazing. Two million dollars off Instagram. So if you're making two million off Instagram, you're really getting money out here. I'm not counting your money. That's something we don't do in Baton Rouge. Shout out to the to the bottom. But like, that's that's really a lot of money. So there's money to be made on Instagram. People think that there's not.
1: Oh yeah, there's a lot of money to be made on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> what are you smiling. I'm just saying that, I mean, you know, God listen, God has blessed me. I, you know, and I and I tell these young girls coming up, I'm like, look, you know, I know I do have a persona and I have a reputation. that's the people that don't know me, and that's fine. But, like I feel like I made it this far by being a really good person.
0: Mm. You know
1: what I'm saying? i'm I'm good to everyone I'm around. I treat everyone the same, whether it's a waitress or a driver or you know anybody i take care of my team Mm -hmm. you know i'm just a down home cool philly chick and i feel like god bless me but yeah i feel like instagram is like just one of my incomes that i kind of i kind of just fell into no i kind of don't i count it i count that I count that as Amber.
0: If you don't fucking stop stunting on me, I'm not saying. It's like you count it. It's two million dollars a year, though.
1: (laughs) Just saying.
0: you can't say that you're not stunned right now. How much money do you make in a year?
1: I don't want to say that because my family gonna call me and ask me for shit.
0: You make ten million bucks a year?
1: No, I don't. No, not that much. Not that much.
0: Damn. Amber getting this money out here. That's yeah, dope. Listen, what do what do you think uh, about the R Kelly situation?
1: So I spoke to you on the phone last night mm-hmm. and I just finished watching it. And I'm the type of person where I do not like to just get on social media and speak ignorantly about something that I don't have the full story. Um, I watch all six episodes. And obviously I knew he was a sexual predator, mm-hmm. but I wanted to kind of finish everything before I had this conversation. Um, Last night, I seen on Instagram that his brother came out and said that they were both molested by their older sister. Did you see that?
0: I did not see him say that.
1: Okay. So there's a video um, that says that she forced him especially to do uh, oral sex on her. And then she got on top of him, and she was having sex with him, and he was six years old, and that was her his older sister.
0: This happened to R. Kelly's what the brothers. R.
1: Kelly's brother, mm-hmm. but I think that he was saying that it happened to the both of them mm-hmm. from the sister. Mm-hmm. But that was just his experience. After he elaborated on his experience with the sister mm-hmm. after, and <clears throat> I want to say this, and I and I've never spoke about this publicly van and you know I fuck with you heavy I'll give this to you on your show and mm-hmm. you know but uh, my mother was molested um, as a child and you know I see a lot of people on social media you know say oh this is why R. Kelly's doing this to young girls mm-hmm. now my mother was molested my mother never touched me my mother never touched anyone Mm-hmm. My mother is a fucking saint. Mm-hmm. And all the turmoil and, and trials and tribulations that she had to live at a very young age, she broke that cycle with her child, which is me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't look at any of that as an excuse. Um, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of comments were saying, like, it's a vicious, never-ending cycle. hmm There's an end to a cycle. You can end it. You have the responsibility as a grown person to be like, you know what? This happened to me, but I don't want to do this to other people. I don't want to hurt people that hurt me. You know, or the way that somebody hurt me. I don't want to hurt people in that way. And so because my mother was molested, um, you know, she had a hard life. Um, Her siblings went through a lot you know really most of my family is dead from overdoses wow. um and um the only one that's left is my mom and her brother which is uh he's on methadone now but he's a recovering heroin addict for the past 50 years i mean like a long time mm-hmm. he's still alive and he's doing well that's when i just bought a new car for because he's clean and mm-hmm. but growing up with a mother that was molested, I had to deal with a mother that was also clinically depressed and being clinically de- depressed, it in turn, you know, made my mom not want to leave the house. And when she didn't leave the house, we got evicted from our home. And, um, you know, and, and, and stripping wasn't my first option. It was and I and I usually don't tell people this because I never want to tell a sob story. And there's Mm -hmm. so much more that goes into this. Um, But it coincides with what happened with R. Kelly and like the question that you asked me. Um, You know, I tried selling drugs. I tried selling crack in my neighborhood and Mm -hmm. they were like, no, you're going to get
0: dealers wouldn't let you sell drugs.
1: No, they said I was going to get robbed. I was a girl and I was too pretty and Mm -hmm. it wasn't going to happen. So what I did, I would bag it up for them. I would weigh it, and I would bag up the crack rocks for them. And they would throw me some money. And then, you know, I was making a little money off of that. And then um, when I ran into this girl, Nish, in the neighborhood, you know, she had all the coach bags and the car. Like, you know, she had the little Honda Accord and, like, little rims and shit. And, you know, I was just like, yo, I... My mother has been through a lot in her life and you know I'm 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 the queen of the house right now. I need to do what I gotta do to survive and I feel like rappers always get this like pass of like I had to sell drugs to feed my daughter, I had to sell drugs to feed my family, and it's always like an American
0: Come up situation. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, we yo. Th- we made something out of nothing. We made
1: something out of nothing. And when it comes to me, it's like, I, I do I have to give you this story for you to understand? Like, it's been nine years since I've been famous. I never told that to nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, because I just feel like, yeah, I was a stripper. And I did what the fuck I had to do to feed my family. And, you know, that was kind of always <clears throat> my thing. Like, but yes, it was, it was... a a hard time in the beginning Um, and I became a stripper very young and I made that decision nobody in my family put that on me and I don't really think people understand how hood I grew up I don't think they understand really where I'm from Mm -hmm. you know the shit that I had to overcome and and even overcome after I became famous my life has not been easy and I don't want anybody to ever feel sorry for me because I do what I got to do. This is the time to just let people know like it did push me to, to that limit to go mm. and fend for my family based off of things that happened before I was born. Mm. Um and I'm the only child for my mother, so you know, is I, it
0: is it is it a portion of your life now that you would really like to put to bed for good? Because
1: the reason why I would ask
0: you about that is because almost everything that you went through seems to be such an important building block in who you are today. Right. And it's something that you don't seem... You've never run from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... Being that you've never run from it I wouldn't think That it's something That you'd have an issue About it being brought up Or even have a feeling About it either way But is that something And we all have But things. I
1: mean I just feel like Every time it's like Yeah I stripped I loved it That shit was fun I miss the money Falling on my body I fuck, cause just I just get ignorant After a while man I'm just like Yeah right. I fucking love that shit It was everything I ever wanted I miss <laughs> fucking Swinging on a pole mm-hmm. Because I'm just At a point Where it's just like Bruh I, I yes, my life was hard. Like every other poor person in fucking, you know, inner city in America. But then, you know, it's like, I really don't want to say that because guess what? I've been to Africa. And African people will get mad at me for saying this. But it's a lot worse over there.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a lot fucking worse. For a lot of
0: people. For a lot for of, a lot of Africa, people. For a lot of wealth in Africa, but there's a lot of people over in Africa. There's a lot of well. people
1: that will never live that poor in the United States. Yeah. Okay, so Let's just put that out there. Yes, there's people that are doing good in, in Africa. Yeah, but, in, in Africa. But so, you know, it's just like it's like yeah, I did what I had to do, and then you know, after a while, I did enjoy it because I had a lot of friends, and it was like sure. I get to dance to my favorite song that's out right now, and you know, I get to get pretty and get my hair done and do my makeup and have a cool glow in the dark outfit on, and you know, it's like a party every night. It was night.
0: performative.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. fun, you know, but I think like. I think, like, maybe I want to just do my own show about my life, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, really talk about, like, everything and not, like, a reality show. Like, really talk about really what I've been through because nobody really knows. Nobody will ever really understand because I just never say it. I just be like, yeah, y'all don't like me. Y'all think I'm a whore. I was a stripper. I used people to get fame and I'm a gold digger fine whatever let me just have a slut walk and say fuck you to everybody it's how the just, fuck you a gold digger you making two million a year off Instagram. I said initially you oh know. I'm like <laughs> Jesus Christ but yeah, um, I mean, but that's a, that's another thing. I don't flaunt my shit. I don't talk about money. I mm-hmm. don't talk about money with my family. I just, it's just getting to the point now, bro. I'm just older and mm. like, I just don't give a fuck anymore. It's like, yeah, I make this money, bro. Half of the guys I dated, I have more money than them. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, she's with this guy for a clout. She's with that. I never call TMZ. You know that for a fact. Yeah. I don't call people to come out and take pictures of me. I don't fuck with people for clout. I fuck people. Fuck with people, excuse <laughs> me, that I just genuinely like in that moment. And if I don't like them anymore or they don't they don't contribute to my life in a positive way, bye. I'm on to the next one. I'm I'm mm-hmm. not I'ma do what I want when I want mm-hmm. and and just be fucking happy and I can't really care about what anybody else says. It's gotta do me. Word. Give it up for Amber Rose.
0: <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Give it up for Amber Rose.
1: Yo, you've been asking me to come on this podcast for like a year.
0: Begging. Amber Rose to come on the podcast. A year. Begging. And what she told me, she was like, yo, because you got at that punk ass nigga Kanye West.
1: I did not say that. I did not. I was thinking it though. I didn't (laughs) No. I'm just kidding. All right. We out. All right.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Amber Rose, for joining us talking some wild, insightful, and powerful talk with us. We love it. Uh, This episode, if you want more information about a multitude of things, this episode was brought to you by Blinkist. Thanks again to Blinkist for supporting us. Today's age, it can be hard to sit down and learn more. So many distractions. You might think you don't have time to read a book. Think again. Blinkist is the only app that condenses thousands of nonfiction books into the best key takeaways, things that you need to know to build the tool built for your life, you can read or listen to them in just 15 minutes. And right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to blinkist.com slash P I L L to start your free seven day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B L I N K I S T. Blinkist.com slash pill to start your free seven day trial. Blinkist.com slash pill. Appreciate y'all rocking with us today.